As a coded read participant, how do you get the most out of your coded read? My friend Alex Borboaca will answer that question later in this episode. Hi, my name is Peter Kofler. I am the Code Cop. Obviously, I am fanatic about clean code and for many years I tried hard to develop quality software. Eventually, I had to change my motto to developing quality software developers. In this podcast, I will answer questions about facilitation, hosting and participation of coded reads or any kind of hands-on session in general. If you have any questions regarding your coded read, please send me an email or leave a comment. Today I have a special guest, Alex Borboaca. Well, he's not really a guest, as Alex is not here with me. I had the pleasure to co-facilitate coded reads together with him and I learned a lot. I especially like how he asks participants to take responsibility for their day. In 2015, right before the Global Day of Coditreat, he recorded a message for Coditreat attendees, especially how to get the most out of a Coditreat. This is not new material. I have added it to the podcast because there are answers to important questions about facilitation and participation. It is a classic. I encourage you to watch the original recording. To make it easy for you, I extracted the audio and put it here. Enjoy. Hi, I'm Alex Bolboaca. I've co-facilitated with Maria Diacono the first code retreat outside the US and the first in Europe in May 2009 in Bucharest. At the moment of this recording, I'm in my sixth year of facilitating code retreats and around my 35th event. This period has been marred by a lot of experimentation, first with the co-retreat format and then with constraints and facilitation. This Saturday is Global Day of Code Retreat, or as I like to call it, Programmer's Christmas. Not in any religious sense, in the sense that I see it as a celebration of programming and as a day when you gift yourself with expanding your horizon. It is a magical day. What makes code retreats magical? In one word, exploration. As a developer, I work every day under pressure, facing deadlines, managers, and colleagues. Code retreats bring me back to the intimate experience that made me want to program. Just me and my code shaping it, making things work organizing it as I see fit. Code retreats go beyond this personal experience. Too often programmers stay in their own corner, doing things their own way, the same way, every day, again and again. I envy you a lot for attending a code retreat. You will pair with six different people in a day and learn how they think. You will see more programming languages and learn how each solves the same problems. The constraints had yet another dimension. Some of them sound ridiculous. No conditionals, no cycles, no primitives. Is that even possible? Don't let them scare you though. They exist for a reason, to make you push your limits, to explore, to go where you've never been before. When you come back from the journey at the end of a tiring but fulfilling day, you'll realize that your views of code have changed. You'll need time to process everything. Then you will want to go back. 
I've learned in time that not everyone takes the most benefits out of a code rigid. Here is some advice for you. First, embrace the freedom of deleting the code. I am sure you want to delete code at your job, but you can't. So you live with it and you hate it. You are at a code retreat, so satisfy your need. Delete your code. It's not good enough. You'll make it better the next session. Trust me. Second, do what you always wanted, but never had the time. Want to try out TDD, refactoring, another programming language, multi-threading, microservices, domain-driven design, regular expressions. Let people know. Find a pair willing to try that and do it. Or you can just follow the constraints given to you by the facilitator. Third, get out of your comfort zone. Don't do the same things you do every day. It will feel just like a normal day of work and I'm sure you have better things to do with your Saturdays. But if you get out of your comfort zone, you'll get energized and inspired. Fourth, pair with strangers in languages you don't know. Programming languages are tools that help us solve problems. If you are mostly doing static languages like Java, C Sharp or C++, try a dynamic language like Ruby, Python or Groovy and a functional language like Haskell, Scala or Scheme and the other way around. Once you learn more about them, you'll start seeing patterns and apply them to simplify your code. Fifth, remember that what you learn is your responsibility. The facilitator's role is to provide guidance and the right environment for learning, not to teach you. The constraints are suggestions. You can pick other constraints or try out other things. It's up to you what you try, how far you go, and what you learn. If you follow my advice, you will leave the code retreat exhausted but happy. You will like programming again. You will want to learn more. I know 15 people whose careers changed completely after attending a code retreat. They are now happier and feel better about their work. It's their achievement, and I'm glad code retreats helped. I just want to tell you one more thing. I envy you for attending a code retreat, especially those of you who are first-timers. I wish you a wonderful day of learning, exploration, and discovery. Have fun coding. That is all for this episode. I'm Peter Kovler and I wish you luck with your next code retreat or hands-on workshop. If you have any questions regarding your code retreat, please send me an email or leave a comment. I'm looking forward to hear from you how your event went. Code retreats are awesome. Let's have more of them.